All right, welcome to the I Can't Deal With This podcast, 2020 uh, Christmas edition. How we doing, boys? We got Avery on the ones and twos. We got Avery on the wickety wickety wicks. I, yep. I don't know what wickety wickety wicks. That was the second time on the, on the 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 tracks, the DJ board, the DJ board. Yep, and we got Connor with the transition man. Yes, I have all my notes right here. All the notes, all the transitions for the ebbs and the flows and the smooth transitions um so how we doing boys christmas is upon us fantastic it's been it's been nice enjoying our breaks of course from work oh yeah it's good to have days off yeah yeah it's one of those things where it it was much needed i feel like 2020 has been weird because it's been like one of the longest years that i can remember i mean we've been literally in quarantine for nine months now ten months um but it also feels like we're literally going to be approaching next March, like one year next of shutdown, like in three months. Hey. So I think it's been wild. Um, I Could. think it's definitely been something that it's been long, but short at the same time. Um, I, I can't believe that it's already Christmas. It's already the end of the year. Um, it is nice that we, we finished. Connor, you finished your first semester at Garinger. I finished my third semester at Garinger. We made it. Um, it was a long semester. We started yeah. us, We started earlier than we usually do. We started the second week of August. Usually we start like the last week of August or first week of September. But uh, we made it. Feels good. Feels good to be on break. Um, Avery, I know I know you got uh, – You're just working. Ju- just working. Just grinding. Avery is not going to be with us next week. He is going to be doing inventory for yeah. his job. 8 to 10. Um, 8, 8 a.m. to 10 p.m. 12, it's going to be a long day. Four, 14 hours. 14 hours. But since we are in the Christmas spirit, since we are in the Christmas mood, I do have to ask you, there's a lot of Christmas – festivities going on christmas movies christmas music what is probably your favorite christmas movie there's one correct answer to this and i will start us out and that is elf elf is the best christmas movie will ferrell knocks it out of the park i know santa a elf my favorite i mean it has it all love it has drama it has child stupidity it has it all what do you think? What is your Christmas movie of choice, Connor? Um, if I had to, there's there's two answers to this for me. I liked Home Alone as a kid a lot. I thought it was hilarious watching like all the silly contraptions and everything. Um, but uh, Home Alone is probably my favorite. But every year, my family and I sit down to watch The Christmas Story. Mm-hmm. Because it comes on for, ever since my aunt came down from, from Boston... She moved down. We would have Christmas Eve at her place, and she moved down when I was maybe like six, seven years old. Um, and the Christmas story would be on, and then we'd always have it running in the background at her place. We would watch it here and there for our Christmas Eve when we were like before my other a ex- little bit more extended family came down. But Christmas story is something that like it, I will watch every year, like guaranteed. Like every year, I don't watch the Christmas uh, Home Alone. Just because sometimes I'm not, I'm not always there. Christmas but. stories with Scrooge, right? No, Christmas stories one where it's oh, just that's like Christmas Carol. Yeah, you're gonna shoot your eye out, kid. He's like, I want a red Ryder BB gun. Oh, okay, I know what you're it, talking it's, about. It's it's like what TBS or one of the stations yeah. has it like running like twenty twenty four seven, seven gotcha. on, on Christmas Eve, and we just always seems to watch it. Okay, uh, mine was Elf. Elf. Yeah, okay. we watch that every year, dude. Elf. Elf's where Elf is at. a good movie. I uh, 
him decorating the apart or the the store for Christmas and everything. I'm kind of like a Scrooge. I'm not much of a festive person, but if I watch one, I want to watch Elf. Yeah, like, no, I a, feel you. Even as a kid, like it didn't feel like Christmas till Christmas Day. I, I personally, I personally love Christmas music. Um, I was singing it before we got on. Mary, did you know? Um, I I do love Mary. Did you know? I love kind of the old good joy to the world. Um, the I think Mariah can't. Mariah Carey is the queen of Christmas music. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, nah, George Michael is the queen of Christmas music. Last Christmas, undefeated. That's my favorite Christmas song. I, mm, I don't know. Last Christmas and Mariah Carey's are up there, but George Michael's the queen. <laughs> George Michael's the queen. I would have to, I would have to disagree with you. A That's Mariah fine. Carey got some bangers, but. Since we are a sports podcast, we also have the start of the NBA season coming around. Um, Last night we saw, or by the time we're recording this, last night we saw the Nets uh, beat the brakes off of the Golden State Warriors um, by about 25, 26 points. Um, We saw the Clippers beat the snot out of the Lakers. The Lakers looked very sloppy. Um, Honestly, they're still very fresh off that win. Um, The shortest offseason in, in, like, in, in the, in the history of sports, um, I think there was like a 76-day offseason that the Lakers and um, the Heat got. So um, they still are pr- probably very tired compared to uh, maybe the Charlotte Hornets who we haven't never played like who haven't played yeah, since March. So um, nine months versus 76 days, it's definitely it's definitely a wild, wild time period. Um, but the NBA is back. Um, so I wanted to kind of get before we kind of jump into some some drama and some stuff like that. Since the NBA is starting, I want to kind of get your kind of preseason picks for the awards. So MVP, we start, yeah. Defensive so we start out the with year, coach of the year, most improved, and rookie of the year. Okay, so we start out with the MVP. Who do you think is going to kind of walk away with the MVP this year? I mean, it's it's all substantial, but KD, um, you're going KD. Okay, so Brooklyn Nets Come back. fresh off of a. Torn ACL, sidelined him for a year and a half. Interesting. I think my my first thought is to go to Kevin Durant because he looked really good out there. What he scored like what twenty four points, twenty five points, yeah, like yeah something like that. Minutes. Yeah, very. He looked fine. He looked great. You know, modern medicine's fantastic, but also like they say, shooting form doesn't go away when you hurt your knee. So he can always shoot and produce. Um, I do think. The only other person I think they could challenge him would be Steph because the Warrior team is depleted from some of their talent. And if Steph can step up into an even bigger role of scoring those points. Yeah. He could run away. And, with and it. he takes that team pretty deep and it's like he's doing it by himself, scoring an absolute load of points each game. Um, then maybe he could see it. But I think that Kevin Durant coming off the injury, that's that's a that's a too good of a story. If he does really well to like pass up on, yeah, um, I think for my MVP, I'm probably going to go with Luca. Um, I think that, that doesn't like a pick. I think that the the substantial growth that he honestly Luca could have been considered probably MVP. most improved player um, last year. I mean, he went from a good player to arguably top three, top four um, in the MVP rankings, and if he continues to improve, like I think that he will. 
Um, I think that he'll be challenging the LeBrons, the Giannis's, the the James Hardens of the world um, for that MVP. I think that Luka will be the MVP of the next man up after kind of LeBron's gone. And I know Giannis is still kind of v- fairly young. I mean, he uh, could we gotta, always go back to back to back. Giannis yeah, could, yeah. But. I mean, and and Giannis is arguably the best choice. I mean, he he got just his his contract, 5 years, 225 million, um 228 million, excuse me. I mean, the largest contract in NBA history. Um and so that's always funny to me. Every big supermax deal is always the biggest deal in NBA history. It's just going to be big every time. Yeah, I mean, Sorry. it's just something I find funny. I me and me and Connor were talking about it or I was talking to somebody about it. Just how crazy it is looking at like contracts like that. Like, yes, they can dunk the ball really, like they can dunk and they can jump really high and they're fast and they're freaks at freaks of nature. And don't get me wrong, like they they get endorsements and television and all this kind of stuff. But like when you look at like the common man, like we will in our careers make Never like see. two million dollars, three million dollars over our entire career unless you like invest and stuff like that. But like, bro, it's just wild how like we're over our entire lifetimes is going to get like what Giannis gets in a month and a half. Like that's just wild to me. Um, And don't get me wrong. I think that like they're professional athletes. They get the television that they have endorsements and stuff like that. And so they get their money. Um, And, but it's just wild to me to think about like the, how big of a discrepancy there is from the, the common working class to the top 1%. I mean, 90% 90% of America is based on the top 1%. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So um, it is wild to me. But um, we move on from the MVP um, to the Defensive Player of the Year. Um, I'm going to start us off. I think that Rudy Gobert, another person who just got his cash, just got his bank, um, he signed for the five-year $205 million, um, to kind of stay with the Utah Jazz Um Largest contract ever for a center, um, but I think that Rudy Gobert is a premier rim protector. He's he is the best rim protector in the game right now, um, and so I'm gonna s- stick with Rudy Gobert. And always remember, kids, he did shut down the league. He did. Um, I I'll give it to Rudy Gobert. Um, I think that like you know, he got a lot of flack for touching the mics and the COVID thing, but. It, it, they're hard to come by. I mean, Giannis obviously could take Defensive Player of the Year, and he could win it, what, for the third straight year in a row from something like that? Uh, second? Second? Yeah, I, he won it last year. I don't think he won it the year before. So, I mean, I think that, um, like I said, it's harder to repeat or th- even three times. I, so I think someone else will get it. I think Rudy will, will hopefully get it. I think that he is a good player, and I like seeing some defense, like going up there, grabbing the boards, blocking shots, like – you know, and they're harder to come by. Like good, good defensive players, are, I think, are harder to find now than like good offensive players. I'll just say Kawhi. I Kawhi, think he's it's still a good, top good three defender in the now, league. Now, before we get before we get too off track, I do want to. I, I, it just thought of me, uh, just occurred to me. I want to hear your dark horse MVP pick. Um, somebody who's not at at face value. Um, I, I'm gonna. Go, I'll start us off with mine. I think that Donovan Mitchell could be my dark horse MVP. Uh, I think that he is the guy of that Utah Jazz team. Um, and so I think that he as well just got his bag. Um, but I'm going with Donovan Mitchell as kind of my dark horse MVP pick. Jimmy Butler? 
Jimmy Butler could. I mean, he is he is the guy of that team, and that would definitely be a dark horse pick for sure. Connor, you got it. You got anybody in mind? Dark horse MVP. Zion Williamson for MVP. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if he like, come if he comes out and he starts balling, and we see things like he's dunking, he's doing defense, he's he might not lead his his the Pelicans to like absolute success, but. Um, people were liking what they were seeing, and he's had a whole off season to continue to improve. And you know, they've obviously you've had a shorter season, so if that man can use his like younger athleticism of being healthier, longer, and fresher, and he comes out there and he starts balling like what people think he will, I think he'll be up there. In and of- I I think that he does have limitless potential. Of, I mean, we haven't even seen the tip of the iceberg for Zion Williamson. I mean, we're talking about coming out of high school. A lot of people were calling him the biggest prospect since LeBron James. Yeah. Um, and so, who knows what we could see from Zion Williamson. I think that it could help that he has shooters like Brandon Ingram, um, Eric Bledsoe now, some other people like that that are on the Pelicans. Um, but it also could hurt his chances of he's not getting the touches that uh, Donovan Mitchell might get or Luka, uh, Luka might get or KD might get. Well, so, that might hurt him a little bit, but I'll, who knows? I'll always say – Talent will get the ball. Yeah. Um, Cody, uh, not Cody, uh, Kobe Bryant was on a really good Lakers team coming out of college and coming out of high school, sorry. And he somehow managed to still score a thousand, like a thousand points before he turned 21. So that's harder now. The police are here. We're all be arrested. It's for the licensed music. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to come get us. Um, so he still scored a lot of points, even on a really good team. So I think that with Zion, like, yeah, he might not get the ball as much, but when he does, he's going to shine with it. That's what I think. What's going on? So, no, I feel you. So, I want to I want to hear your kind of take on uh, coach of the year. Who do we think could be coach of the year? Um, I personally am going to go with somebody who I think is arguably one of the best coaches every year. Um, and he should have won it a couple years ago when the Raptors guy won it, and that's Brad Stevens. Um, I think that Brad Stevens is a great coach, the Celtics coach. Um, I think that he is a, a great coach. Um, I think that especially with the loss of Gordon Hayward, which Gordon Hayward's not the best player, um, but I think that if if Brad Stevens can lead that Celtics team to a top two, top three seed in the East, um, I think that he more than deserves um, the – the the recognition that he deserves um, because the East is pretty stacked this year. I mean, we've got the Bucks, we've got the Nets, we've got the Heat, we've got uh, a couple of the Raptors. I mean, we've got a couple of five or six really, really competitive teams in the East. And the Celtics is honestly kind of taking a little bit of step back, but who knows? I mean, they still got Jason Tatum. They still got uh, um, what Brown. Um, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. They still got Kimba. I mean, they still got a couple key pieces. Um, but I, I think that I think that Brad Stevens is going to be my guy for Coach of the Year. Um, coach of the Year usually goes to the team that's like just blowing the brace off everyone is super successful. But I think Steve Clifford, if the Magic can do something really special, they could do it. I think Steve Clifford could get Coach of the Year because he was always underrated with Charlotte. I still think Charlotte should have never got rid of Steve Clifford. Because when he was with them, they were a top five defensive team in the league. But what? No. Oh, my bad. Uh, I think, yeah, I think if the Magic get like a top five seed somehow, not somehow, they have a great team, but I think he could get Very it. Very young team. That too. I guess that's a dark horse, but I could just, 
I don't want to give it to like the Lakers coach or anything because yeah. like you got so much talent. How much coaching you got to do? Kind of yeah. like Steve Kerr on the Warriors. Uh, my two picks uh, for my dark horse candidate is Eric Spolstra. Eric Spolstra from the Heat. From the Heat, um, we saw them go to the finals. Um, I still think that team has a lot of potential. Um, the East is a stacked, a lot more stacked now because Giannis was like the only team originally that was like, all right, the Bucks is going to win the East. But now it's my other candidate would be Steve Nash with with the uh, Brooklyn Nets. I mean. You come in with KD, Kyrie, and if you can live up to expectations with that team and like blow the brakes off everyone for being your like what first year head coach, and then even if James Harden finds his way onto that team and you have to manage three big personalities, I hope they don't get James that Harden. Takes, I think that takes I think James Harden's going to go to the 76ers if he goes anywhere. I see what I don't. I don't want to derail the conversation. We'll we'll talk about it in a second. I do I do agree with uh, Steve Nash. I think that Steve Nash is kind of facing the same predicament that uh, Steve Kerr kind of looked like when he came into the league. Um, when he became the Warriors head coach, was already pretty much a stacked roster. Um, the Mark same Jackson way, built. yeah, the same the that Heck, Mark his Jackson team built. played better. Without him. Without him at one point, yeah. Yeah, and so um, I think that Luke Walton uh, rests. The goat. <laughs> the Luke Walton. Oh, man, what a guy. Um, but I think that Steve Nash is is in a good spot. I mean, we're talking about Kyrie. You still got K- KD. Um, you still got the fro. I mean, you still got uh, a, a couple of big-name people um, that are on that Nets team that can bring them to a number one, number two seed. Um, and so I, I think that that's a good pick. Give me your um, – your one seeds at each to each at each side, east and west. I think that you have to. I mean, say what you will about the Bucks in the playoffs. The Bucks had the best record in the NBA last year, um, and so people were saying that they might beat the seventy-three and nine Warriors record. Excuse me, but um, I'm going to go with the Bucks and Lakers. Um, I think that that's probably the safest pick. And the Nets might be my dark horse. Um, you might even have maybe the Heat or somebody else kind of creep into that picture. Um, but I think the safest picks right now are the uh, the the Bucks and the Lakers on yeah, the that's two what sides. I'd say. Yeah. Do you have anybody else? That's... Um, I say potentially the the four teams I could see taking the first seed would be. I don't think the Lakers will take the first seed. I think they're going to go deep into the playoffs and potentially repeat. But coming off of the the championship and 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 being tired and 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 running around like that, I think teams are going to come at them a little bit harder this year because you want to take out the, the, the top champs. dog. Uh, I think the Clippers could probably take the first seed. They look really well. I think they're they're feasting for revenge because they were like the biggest upset. Um, uh, I, the Lakers always have a chance. Um, and the Clippers did look good last night. Yeah, and I would. They s- always do. I would say the the Nets would probably be my pick in the East. I, I mean, I like Giannis. Um, I think that with a more stacked Eastern division, they're going to have to fight for a lot more games. Like, yeah, last couple years, you, you did great in the East. You're playing a lot of those teams. They suck. The East sucks. But now it's like Miami, you have the Celtics, you have the Nets, you have, I mean, heck, I mean, Milwaukee's still around and, and you got a few other teams. I mean, even then I think the jazz have gotten really good. The nuggets have gotten really good. So I think there's a lot of teams that are going to fight and, and potentially take a win or two from, from your top seeds. Who's your spoiler team? Like a team in the playoffs, like a low seed that could spoil top seeds. I I think that I mean, because I got the Wizards, Suns. I was gonna go Wizards with Suns, Suns myself. That's like perfect. Um, I think I think the Wizards. Um, I think that Bradley Beal. I honestly, I was c- 
contemplating Bradley Beal being my dark horse MVP pick. Um, I think that he is a very, very good guy. Um, he is a very, very good player. Very great scorer. Um, I don't know how that's going to kind of everything's going to go with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal. I don't know if Russell Westbrook's going to give him more touches. Um, going to bring attention away from Bradley Beal. I don't know what's going to happen. He seems with really that. happy to be in Washington. Um, Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that Russell Westbrook yeah, can for the be James that Harden information that we received. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and I mean, I think that James Harden was a ball hawk. I mean, everybody knows that James Harden's going to shoot forty shots a game. Um, but Russell Westbrook, I think that he can kind of not not replicate what he what happened on the Oklahoma City Thunder, but I think kind of like that where he can be kind of He's the guy. Compliment them. Yeah, and I think that Bradley Beal, probably one of the best scorers in the league, in my opinion. I mean he averaged about twenty six points a game, twenty seven points. Dude, he was carrying them by himself. Yeah, without John yeah. Wall. And then Russell I mean, you know, you I mean, and you got Russell Westbrook. I mean, so Which I think gotta, that his his tempo is like his biggest advantage because it's like if your team slows down, you can slow down, and even if your team slows down, Russell Westbrook isn't. So you have like a weird two-paced game going on mm-hmm. where you're like, I got to worry about specifically Russell Westbrook, and then I have to worry about the tempo of the entire yeah. other team. And they yeah. uh, they finally got some good young dudes, the Wizards, some young big men. Yeah, and I mean, I, I'm I'm with you, and I think that one thing that we can't overstate the overstate enough is kind of the role of leadership um we talk about Steph's the ultimate leader you got uh uh Dame Lillard who's the ultimate leader you got uh but LeBron James who's definitely the ultimate leader um but I don't think that like KD is an ultimate leader I don't think that Bradley Beal is an ultimate leader but Russell Westbrook is a leader for that team um and is very outspoken um definitely will not shy away but I think that he can contribute much to the Wizards um to the Suns I think that Chris Paul is that ultimate leader I think that you know Kevin Durant can be that leader but I think there's a few players out there who are so good like out of a natural sense that they don't usually have to take that leadership role they're much easier and much more comfortable being like I'm the best the team's gonna handle it because if LeBron James goes to any team I know he is the guy now period Mm -hmm. but for someone like KD, he is the guy, but I feel like but his personality even, is just like... I feel like KD has always been complimentary to other superstars. Like, just, even with the Warriors, it was not it was Steph's team. KD's team. Yeah. It was Steph's team. So I, I think do agree with you. it's going to be interesting to see the Nets. Now, I do have to ask about being the leader. We got some information about James Harden being late to meetings, having problems oh, with... big snacks. They're, they're, they're yeah. looking out of shape. Yeah. I mean, having going to like, strip clubs. Going they, to strip clubs, yeah. I think it was... Um, I think it was Russell Westbrook was talking about how they would have a meeting for a game. And he would go, why haven't we started the meeting yet? And he goes, because James Harden's not here, I'm going to have to restart anyway. And Russell Westbrook's like, this isn't, like, this isn't normal. Like, he doesn't get, like, when does special treatment to your stars go too far? I think Houston let the power go to Harden's head. Yeah, and I mean, when... When you're talking about James Harden, who, yes, he's a great, probably a once-in-a-generation scoring talent, but when he's making personnel cuts, um, he's telling you who should and should not be on the roster. Training decisions, all this stuff. Yeah, and and, I mean, don't get me wrong. Once again, I think that he was a great talent. And he's not there for important stuff. But I don't think that he's LeBron James either. I mean, LeBron James is an established vet. You about to say LeBron could walk into your franchise and go, I could win you a championship. Because he's been able to do it. Because of what he's dragged. 
God, when I he was think, 19. God, I think I've seen... Whoops. Heck, um, my little cousin, who is 10 years younger than me, he's 14, he's seen practically LeBron James in almost every final. Like, since he was a kid? Yeah, since he was, like, born. I mean, for God's sakes. Like, that type of talent, you can say. But even then, I think that those types of players understand that, like, there has to be some... Because we talked about earlier, loyalty for front staff and loyalty for players. When does loyalty for front staff come in? I think there's something as being too much loyal to your superstar where they can just go, I don't I, I think don't it's care. also with their change of ownership, too, where the new owner kind of might have just gave them too much of a leash. I don't know. I just, and, I, and, and I do agree with you. When you have a top guy, you, a lot of, of times you you'll, to you'll try to bend your back to try to keep that top star happy. Um and I think that James Harden, I, I think that James Harden being the diva that we feel like he's kind of become in the past year, I think that that has made him less valuable, not only to the Rockets, but to, to organizations everyone, everyone around the league. Because they I don't mean, want it. You, you got, I think it was, I think it was Charles Barkley or Shaq who was like, like they, he's talked to GMs and they're like, James Harden's untouchable. Like you don't want James Harden because of the kind of distraction and kind of the the attitude that he might bring in. Who was the um, the Ravens player that like the Texans team voted on not having? Was it Ed Reed? Uh, uh no, Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas. Earl they were Thomas. like, we don't need this type of diva. But before, let's get back uh, again to most improved in rookie of the year because I want to bring us to the NFL and talking about potential MVP races going on. Give me your rookie of the year and your and your most improved player from the NBA. My rookie of the year is uh, Obi Toppin on the mm, Knicks. On the Knicks, okay. And most improved, I'll go Miles Bridges. I think okay. he's going to take a leap this year. Okay. Um, I think that most improved is always going to be tough just because of a, a, of a number of reasons. Um, but – I think that probably most improved for me is going to be DeAndre Aiden um, for the Suns center. Um, he is a number one pick. Um, I, I know it was still two, three years ago, um, but he is probably one of the best big men. Um, but the problem is, is he's always been hurt. Um, and so if he can stay healthy, I'm going with DeAndre Aiden as my most improved. Um, I'm going rookie of the year. Um, I'm going to say James Wiseman. Um, I think James Wiseman, Wiseman, I think he had like 14 and six or 16 and six last night. Um, he performed well, um, especially for his first game, and he was not going against, against any. Yeah, Brooklyn yeah, Nets. I mean, it wasn't any slouch. Yeah. I mean, DeAndre Jordan is no slouch. So um, I'm going with uh, James Wiseman as my rookie of the year. What about you, Connor? Um, who is the other person behind Luca? That's like the other like I'm uh, blanking uh, on his name. Uh, Chris Stapps. Chris Porzingis, I think, will be my most improved player. I think that Luca deserved to have gotten it. I think Luca will reach such a height uh, that he'll be the MVP. I think Devonte Graham, Graham got, got screwed. It. He wasn't even named. Yeah, yeah. Um, Went from four points a game to seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Devonte Graham, love him. And I think that for rookie of the year, you have to either say Wiseman or Ball. Ball looked really well in the playoffs, passing the ball really well. We'll see how Gordon Hayward and and the rest of the team kind of molds around him. But if the if the Hornets can make it to the playoffs at any point be psyched um i think Lamelo will have to be given some sort of credit for that but I, I liked how wiseman's played especially since i was reading it they were like he impressed enough in training camp that they were like throw him out there yeah. and you know you aren't playing a slouch team either like you said like i can only imagine there's only a few rookies out there i think that's ever exists that you can just toss out there and go all right go play against kd 
Okay. Uh, you know. Now, before we get to the NFL, I do have to ask you one question, and this is kind of more for me. Who do you feel like is constantly underrated in the Kimball NBA? Kemba Walker. You think Kemba Walker is constantly underrated? Forever. I think that th- – now, this wasn't earlier in it his is, career. because I'm a Hornets fan. Hey, I feel you. I feel you. I think Kemba Walker is a good one. But I think Dwight Howard is definitely not the all-star that we want, once saw. But I think that Dwight Howard is a good player. Yeah. I think that, like, on the 76ers that he's on now, I think that he will make a difference. He will add. And I think that even, even the Lakers, like, last year, yes, he wasn't an Anthony Davis. He wasn't a LeBron he was James. He great backup. But he was a good big man. He was a good presence, a good ball hawker, a good defensive player. Um, and even when he was on the Hornets a couple of years ago, I mean, this man was, was a constant triple-double. Triple-double. Uh, a constant double-double. I mean, probably 15 and 15 a night so I think that Dwight Howard to me is somebody who yes he's not Superman that we saw in 2010 dunking and blowing candles out uh, on the rim or something like that but I think that he is a good player and a lot of people like a lot of people especially after the Rockets incident and the Wizards and all this kind of stuff saw him as like Oh, this man's about to retire type thing when in actuality like he can I think that he could be like uh, like you're starting center if you're – and now I don't think that he'll start over Joel Embiid, obviously. Um, but I think that he's still a good role player that can get you 10 and 10 a night or something like that. Who's your kind of he's a constantly – pre- He's a good presence. I, can, I think – this might be controversial, but Chris Paul I think has always been a player that's been like – people have liked. And we've always said he's really good, lob city, he's great, blah, blah, blah. But I don't think we've ever – I don't think because he hasn't won that big game, he hasn't been put up there in the I, Raptors yet. I see in kind of shifting towards NFL, I see Chris Paul as the Larry Fitzgerald of the NBA. Just like I mean, he's never won the big one, but people will say, like, this is one of the best. One of the best, constant, consistent. Um, he's a professional – outspoken well, leader. The, I mean, he's the president of the players association. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's a good person. Yeah. 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 And so I, I completely agree with you. Like he might not be like, Oh, he, he, people don't, oh, I think he's completely respected. But if Chris Paul had won with lob city with the Clippers, I think be. we would be, we talk about him in a bigger sense because LeBron James will be, I think is the, one of the best players, if not the best player ever lived. But if he'd never won a championship, it's it's you can definitely bring him down because that's such a big thing. But I think for the also, NBA, I think for like the casual fans to say, because yes, you can go around and ask any person who's a casual fan, myself included, of like I watch the NBA, but I'm not like I can't roll off statistics for everyone. I know most of the players, but um, your bigger names. But for even less of a fan, Chris Paul is one of they know, but they're not like ah, he's not like LeBron James level. Because I I think that. Part of the reason why Chris Paul isn't looked like that is because his play has never been the flashiest. I mean, he can't he can't dunk like. Uh, I mean, yeah, he he can dunk a little he bit, but he he's not a like for for little men. I'm not yeah. saying that he's a little man, but I mean, usually when you think of like little players, you think of Steph who can make these insane three point shots, and he's not a Giannis or a LeBron who can just wham 
two hand slam it. Um, and so I think that like Chris Paul, what he's done is he's done been much of a floor general. And even when he does score, it's kind of the floater and the floater is like, Oh, that's cool. But it's not like a, a pretty sexy shot. Um, and I think that that's kind of, I'm not saying that it's Chris Paul's fault, but I think that that's why we don't see Chris Paul in the same light as a Giannis or a Luca, because even Luca, who's not, I mean, he's definitely not short like Chris Paul, but he's, Six three, six four. I mean, Luca. He's one of those guys who, like, he is a flashy player too. Crosses people up. Even Kemba, to a certain extent, is a little bit more flashier. Car- cardiac than, Kemba. People yeah, do that. Yeah, that step back. I, I think um, what could have really brought him into the limelight more is if he actually got traded to the Lakers. Yeah, and you know that whole share thing. that spotlight with Kobe. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about the before Avery, our resident Steelers expert, comes back. Uh, the Jets beating the Rams. So the Jets won and lost in the same breath. Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that. Do you as – my question is this. As a, as a Jets fan, you would have to be pissed. Like, because, as, like, you're – Give me give me the, the staff, the players, and the fan base. Who won out of well, the win here? here's the thing. No is one. that Pat, Pat McAfee's already talked about it. Like, when they – that year after, like, right before – Andrew Luck got in and like Peyton Manning's neck was hurt and stuff like that. Pat McAfee said like the players are trying to win. Like they're not trying to lose. And yes, the staff in the front office, like they might be trying to lose, but like the players are trying to win. So I don't fault the players to go out there and actively every single time win the game. Yeah, they have to be competitive. Um, but if, you're but in the NFL. as a Jets fan, you have to be pissed off because you're already out. You're Owen. 14, you're 0 13, whatever it is. You're you know you're out of the playoffs. And so like it's you like might the as one well thing you needed. like you might as well try to be the best at being the worst and so Get try to go. Um but I would be pissed. I think that Trevor Lawrence is actually a better player for Jacksonville than he is for the Jets. For the Jets. Yeah, I think Jacksonville's that, got some pieces. I think that Jacksonville does have some pieces. And the same way in which we kind of looked at Joe Burrow, yes, they don't have an offensive line, but they have that wide receiver core, stuff and like that. Back. Yeah, I think that Jacksonville can be that for Trevor Lawrence. I mean, yes, they, they their defense is not as good as it was when they beat the Steelers, hey, um, hey, hey. but they still got <laughs> DJ Chark. They still got a couple of d- good pieces around them. Um, they still got James Robinson, who has kind of come alive this year. Um, but I, I think that if I'm a Jets fan, I'm pissed off uh, because, like, why? Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and honestly, we've seen the Jets do this a couple times of, like, be a split second away. I mean, you even look at two, three. The Raiders? Yeah, two, three weeks ago with the Raiders, Greg, like Greg having Williams. that Hail Mary. But they it's one of those things where like it's everyone like everyone they can, like cover what do you zero do? dog. It's like if you're gonna be the if you're gonna be the worst, be the best at being the worst. Like Gabe, that just means that the Panthers might move up a spot somehow or or something. Does this prove my point about Jared Goff not being good? No, I think I think that Jared Goff is inconsistent. Um, I I still think that he is not a. I would say I that, think they came into that game and they were like, "This is the Jets. We're gonna be." They did, I think they did the, what the Steelers. I think did. they the, did what the Steelers did. They were like, and, "This is gonna be an easy dub," without understanding that like. These are still like the, some of the best players on mm. earth. Yeah. On a team. And I still think that Sam Darnold, and before we get to the Steelers, I think that Sam Darnold is still a good quarterback. Um, I could still see Sam Darnold. Well, since even, they lost that first round, they got to keep Sam now. Well, you have. I mean, you still got Justin Fields. Yeah. 
Hey, I'll take Sam Darnold if Ben retires. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think that. I think that Justin Fields is still better than Sam Darnold. Um, Do you fire Adam Gase for winning? They're not going to fire him at this point, man. Yeah. Dude, I, I don't know. I I think they're committed for some it's, reason. I don't know why. Adam Gase has nudes Dude, on the Jets <laughs> owners. I think, but I think what above anything, it just shows you how much Peyton Manning, somebody who's an all-time great, can have on somebody. Because Peyton Manning's the reason why Adam, Adam Gase, Gase got has, the job. Yeah, he yeah. told him he's um, good. Yeah, he, he, they said that he, he – Peyton Manning said he's good. And so they're like, Hall, the sheriff, Peyton Manning says he's good. Oh, he's going to be good. When in actuality, he's... creepy eyes, rapist eyes, is not good. <laughs> Rest in peace, dog. Um, So <clears throat> here we go. We have to talk about another quarterback situation. That's Dwayne Haskins. Oh, okay. Good. Not um, – in a strip club without a mask. He's had a lot of. He wants out of Washington. Can we just talk about how the the craziest part about that is in a strip club? the The craziest part is without a mask. Oh, he can be in a strip club, but you got to be masked up there, Chief. Listen, dog. You want to see some titties? That's fine. You ain't got a mask on. We got a problem. But he lost his captainship, which I didn't even think he still had after being after being benched and being the third string. You know, and he might still start being fined forty eight thousand. Um, dang, that's tough. And he's starting because what Alex Smith and um, I forget his name, Kyle, Kyle, Allen. Kyle Allen is hurt. Yeah, like, what do you do? Like, what do you do with Dwayne Haskins if you're the if you're the, I, the football team? If they team? had the option, they would probably cut him. I think that Avery was right on the money. Um, he he said it before we started recording, but I think that Dwayne Haskins wants out. Um, I think that. Wayne ha- du- Wayne Haskins. Oh, Dwayne Haskins knows that they don't want like they Ron have Rivera essentially said, kind of Ron Rivera g- said I didn't draft this guy. I don't want him. Yeah, and I think that, that will Dwayne, affect a player. And I think that Dwayne was Dwayne Haskins. The Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> Just call him Haskins. I, I think Dwayne Haskins knows this. Um, he knows that he's not the guy there, um, and so he wants out. And I think that he is a good quarterback still. Um, I, I don't know if I would sell my soul to try to get him as my starting quarterback. Um, but hey, I think Josh that Rosen he can. just got signed by, what, the 49ers? Yeah, he's their backup now. Yeah. Oh, bring in Josh over Nick. Yeah. So, Bro. I mean, like, there are some redemption arcs because, I mean. Just make, let him be a backup on a team that's well run. That it has... will be. I think that would be comeback player of the year. If Josh Rosen can step into the 49ers and somehow play really well. Or somehow, I like that would be, be insanity. To get a comeback. Yeah. No, you don't have to have an injury. Oh, it's just a comeback from yeah. adversity. Yeah. Just come back from being the starting quarterback on the worst yeah. overall team in the NFL to then being the starting quarterback for the other worst team in the NFL. True. And then getting picked up by Tampa Bay, and then going to San Francisco. But all right, let's let's hey, talk about the Steelers. Grill me. So Bengals question mark. Uh, there's no excuse. So on a zero to ten scale, panic is where. That's a good question. It's a lot higher. <laughs> I want Wait, a number, we, Avery. We, yeah. Oh, was that, I was like zero to ten. I was at like five last week, so I'm gonna put it at a seven. Okay, so zero to three is like no panic. Zero to three was like eh. four to six is like so, some panic. So nine to ten is like sell the team. Yeah. We're starting no, over. I am not mad that we lost to the Bills. Bills are a good team. As this man lies yeah. to himself. I thought no, no. I'm an honest Steelers fan. In the moment, I'm pissed. But like I've had some time to reconsider, re- whatever, reconsider what's going on. 
Fire Randy Finkner. He's the reason we suck. Forget Randy Finkner. I was saying this the other day, bro. If it's not our O-line not blocking because we can't run, we set up the defenses. Well, that's the thing is that when you know when the defense knows that you're not going to run the ball. They can tighten play, the field. Play actions don't work yeah. anymore. And then, well, that's the thing. is like we actually ran the ball well the other night, and then Ben turned into Josh Rosen, and Ben turned into Josh Rosen last night or the other night and started like the reason Juju got killed was not the dancing, and that's a whole other We thing. will talk about the dancing I think that's the stupidest later. debate. I think it's a scapegoat by the media to make fun of them. But – they they know they're gonna do short routes. So you saw the safety if you watch the replay, the safeties crashed on that before he threw it. When they crashed, Claypool's open on a crossing route. That would have been like a first down, maybe even a touchdown. It's just been decided to I don't know, I guess it's all mental with them right now. I didn't mean to go on a rant. I am concerned, but it would be the most Steelers things ever to lose to the football team, Bills, and then the division rival Bengals and then somehow whoop the Colts. Are you worried that you will lose to the Colts and, and the Browns take, take the division? Well, the only way they take the division is if we lose and then we lose to them on week 17. Are you worried about that? I mean, the only thing to worry about is bragging rights, but I don't want to lose the playoff spot. I don't want to lose a top four seed. So I am a little worried. But we'll see. I'm concerned. There's still a lot of football to be played. I still have faith in them. If they lose to the Colts, I have more faith in them beating the Browns. I, I think that the I, I would be I would be concerned. Um and what I would like I would just be concerned about like the Browns, they look good. Um and the Ravens, they look good. Um and so I ask you this and this is kind of for the good of the group. Um who do you I mean the AFC North is kind of wide open right now. I mean the the Steelers still got kind of the foothold yeah, on it. We're one game ahead. But who do you, what quarterback right now do you trust the most in the AFC North? What quarterback do you trust the most? Because I'm going to be honest with you. Ryan Finley. He beat the Steelers. No. <laughs> I'm going with Lamar. I got to I mean, give it to Lamar. I, I still, like, Lamar has definitely. I don't. I, I, I still think Lamar has regressed this year compared to his MVP caliber season last year. Um, but when you look at Baker, Baker is, that Browns offense is not run by Baker Mayfield. It is run by that all, that ground game. Nick that Chubb. Kareem Hunt, Nick, Nick Chubb. Chubb. That's a nasty. And it is a game. nasty ground game. But Baker is not. Baker is a background. Yes, but I the I, whole game yeah, he has goes through Lamar. His game the last eight weeks. I'll give credit to where credit is due. I think Baker. But has, see, I think it's their offensive coordinator and coach has really helped Baker. The the. The the uh, Ravens game where Baker Mayfield was amazing. Um, I gotta give I gotta give credit where credit's due. If I I have to just give Lamar because of what we saw last year. If they can recapture that and keep it going, that's great. They have had some injuries. Same thing with the Browns, but it's open. I mean, the Steelers I thought were untouchable, and then they took a loss and they got in their head, and then it's what they do. The bro. the Bills are a good team. We don't talk about the Bills enough, being like. I asked, like, my, my, my friends are Bills fans, and I said, there's only one team that I think could put up enough points to potentially beat the Chiefs. And that's, I agree with that right And that's now. probably the Bills. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I don't care what team goes to the Super Bowl. 
if the Chiefs are there, you have one option, and that's outscore them. Because you're not stopping them defensively. Because the best team I've seen in a long time for defense was your San Francisco team. And that team wasn't really able to, like, they were able to kind of smother and hold them down, but nothing could stop that uh, offense. So I think the 49ers the, lost because they couldn't score. Yeah, so I mean, like, you have to outscore that team. And I think potentially the, aren't gonna, the Bills aren't going to meet them in the, um, in the Super Bowl. It's going to be the championship game. But I think what other teams do you think could potentially beat the Chiefs? Because maybe Green Bay. I would say Green, Green Bay. Green Bay is another team out yeah. there. I say Green, Green Bay and Kansas City would be a shootout. I think yeah. it would. Green Bay, I don't I don't know what other team is going to step into the roles cuz I still I I still think that if the Saints can get Michael Thomas back because yes, he's on IR. Um but if they can get hurt? him I've heard again. It, I think sort it's of. something with the ankle. He's um, back off and then back on it. Yeah, but I think that if you can get a healthy Michael Thomas by NFC Championship Super Bowl, and you can go into that Super Bowl with a That's fully true. healthy with team. With Michael Thomas, I mean, we, Kamara. I mean, look, I mean, look at what they lost by a touchdown at, to a Chiefs team, and Drew Brees started like really zero of bad. seven for the first time in his career. I mean, if you if you can play them tough, and now I don't think that the Chiefs played as well as they could either. Yeah, um, but I think the Chiefs are beatable. I think the Chiefs are beatable too. Um, I, you I just think can't that, have mistakes. Yeah, I, I think you can't. You can't have mistakes. You can't. Ha- you can't allow Tyreek Hill to go one on one. You've got to have a safety in the backfield at all times. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think you got you got to try to contain. If you can get Patrick Mahomes, if you can make Patrick Mahomes feel uncomfortable, and you can force him to run the ball instead of just having all day to pass the ball. I mean, we say the same thing about Tom Brady all the time. But, I mean, if you can put pressure on Patrick Mahomes, I think that they are beatable. I, th- I mean, yeah. the San Francisco 49ers, great example of that. I mean, yes, we lost. But the first half, the first – It was your half. Th- first they, half, they, first they, three quarters. They had what the Steelers have been doing the last three weeks. Yeah. Play at lights out defense, but your offense does nothing in yeah. one half. And then – you're but asking the thing that we had that y'all don't have is we had a spectacular running, running game. And that's kind of been the – I mean, y'all's pass yeah, game is really, way better than ours. Yeah, but, but the running game that you guys had against Green Bay where it was I like mean, when you nothing have, could stop them. When you have Jimmy G who in the NFC Championship, you put up like 42 points and Jimmy G passes the ball like seven times, eight times. like, And you can have Raheem Mostert go for 200 yards. Like you don't need yeah. – you don't need all that. And I think, I think that's a big thing because like – when when talking about a game, I I don't think people quite understand that the 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 chess game mm-hmm. that goes on really with it's football scheming because if you shut the run game down, okay, then you can play tighter defense. You can smother the ball because you're not taking those deep shots. You don't have time to throw. You're not opening up the run game. And we saw that with the Steelers. The Bengals said, "Guess what? You're not going to throw the ball over our head. We're just going to smother." Big Ben and Big Ben looked bad. Whole game was on Ben. And and, and I'll O-line. say this about the Juju thing. Um, he danced on the logo, talks talk talk shit, get hit. That's exactly what happened. He danced on the logo and he got rocked. I think and I do th- but I'll let me finish. Yeah, I did bad. see one funny thing on fantasy football. A guy won his championship game. Because of the fumble. No, no, no. Yes, because another the other dude started Juju, got negative five points and lost. But Yeah, but he- Juju had like receptions. He had, he had three like, receptions three for receptions. fifteen yards. It was all Deontay that game. I think personally, 
I think the dancing's a non-issue. I will I will agree that like it's a big deal now. I think they're trying to find something of like, like the Steelers aren't doing well. Let's find something to talk about. But I would say that it is kind of disrespectful. But he's yeah. been doing it for a while and no one said anything. Yeah, and the national media is going to take it and run with it. Oh yeah. And I mean you're you're gonna I mean you're gonna use a story when you see one. And so like they're blaming him like Ben didn't have. Ben, ben looked Ben looked tough, especially the first half. Yeah, no, I know. Second, it. second half, my boy whacked off and came alive. It's like, <laughs> it's like finally, Randy calls a good game, but Ben says, "Nah, dog, I'm gonna yeah. throw it this time." And there was a couple where it was it was fairly like, I mean, he looked good obvious, the second half. Yeah, but like the first half, that crossing route with yeah. uh, Deontay, Deontay yeah. Johnson. Um, I mean. It, it looked tough. I but. by no means think he's washed. I think the fast play calls and short play calls are because of – I think they know our offensive line sucks right now. Personally, I think they know they're old. Yeah. And I hope he comes back next year. I hope so. Yeah. It's hard to say bye. But I think if they have a winning season, if they can get it together and win some playoff games, I don't see him retiring. No, I feel you. All right, so we're going to go to the power rankings now. Um, I want to kind of just briefly kind of go over them. I wanted to hear if you have a team that you think is too low, you think is too high. I want to hear what you have to say. We got Chiefs number one. We got Bills number two. We got Packers number three. Saints four. Titans five. Steelers six. Ravens seven. Seahawks eight. Browns nine. And Colts ten. They should swap the Browns and Steelers. Okay, so you got Steelers being eight, and you have Browns being – or no, you have Steelers being nine and Browns being six. Yeah, they don't deserve six right now. I would swap the Titans and the Seahawks. So the Titans, which are five, and the Seahawks, which are seven – or eight. So the Titans – sorry, my fault. I thought so you the said Titans Seahawks. are five. And the Titans need to stay. I thought and then they the were Seahawks are eight. Yeah, I think any, that list is fine, but the Steelers should be lower – Personally, I think that I think that the Browns need to be up because they're at nine, and the Ravens. I think the Browns and Ravens need to be switched. So Steelers six, Brown or Browns seven, Seahawks eight, Ravens nine. I mean, the Browns right now have a better record. Record. So, um, and then Colts ten. I think that every. I think the first four. Chiefs, Bills, Packers, Saints. I think that that's fine. Um, you might maybe could switch Packers and Bills. Maybe um, Packers seem kind of look good. I, um, but I think that the Saints still need to be, even though they lost to the Chiefs, they still need to be in the I top four. I want to say this. I think whatever team comes out of the AFC is winning the Super Bowl. Every team in the AFC is absolutely insane. Yeah, and especially since the only two teams in the top – 10 is the Packers and the Seahawks. And the Seahawks have definitely shown I mean, they that they are ups and downs. Teams too. Uh, the Packers, I mean, I the Packers was look like, great. Ever since Russell Wilson tried to trademark less, let Russ cook, he's been worse yeah. Yeah. overall. Now, I do, and I know that this is an NFL, but um, college football. We, we had we had the the playoffs that are officially set now. I mean, we have uh, uh, Alabama one, Clemson two, Ohio State three, and Notre Dame, and Notre Dame four. Um, Notre Dame losing to Clemson, getting thrashed by Clemson. Um, Texas A and M five. Do you? Uh, I mean, I I feel like there's kind of Jimbo Fisher said if you can't lose one game against the best team in the world and like stay in the playoffs then something's wrong and so I wanted to get y'all's take about it should Texas A&M should they have 
been that four spot, or did they get the did the college playoffs get the the? I think it's right. You you think oh, yeah. Notre Dame? I think, I think Ohio State's the team that should be not in it, not Notre Dame. Just because the games played, yeah, yeah. If if anything, they shouldn't be griping about Notre Dame. They should be griping about Ohio State. Yeah, I could see that. I we mean, did. especially since there was not going to be a conference. I mean, yeah, there was they, not going to be a conference championship, and the Ohio State kind of been or no, there. They said that you couldn't be part of the conference championship um, if you didn't have six games played. Um, and so I, I think that, yeah, you're right. I think you answered your question when you said, like, the Saints only be up there because they lost to the Chiefs. It's like, yeah, if you lost to a really bad team, sure, lose. But, like, if you're going up against the best team in the league, yeah, maybe because they got, like, the Clemson-Notre Dame question you asked, they did get trashed. But that's Clemson, and we have to remember that, like, and they beat Clemson one before. And yeah, yes, but it, it was wasn't without it, Trevor. It, it Lawrence. It was without Trevor Lawrence, but still, you still beat the num. At that point, I think it was the number one team, team in the and, in the nation, and that's why I think like the Steelers should be lower because you lost to a two and ten and one team. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so I think they got it right. I I'll say this: it's worth. It's still wild to me that Trevor Lawrence has only lost one game in his college football career. That was, was a national, a, championship, was a national right. championship. So yeah. if he wins out the rest, that's he's won. I mean, personally, I nearly think every game. Clemson is winning it all. Yeah. Do you? Where do you see Nick Saban retiring? I think that Never. Nick Saban's still got ten years in him. Personally, I think that Bill Belichick's at more of an end of the road than Nick Saban is. Um, I think I I could fully see Nick Saban. Going until he hey, <laughs> he croaks over and dies. As long as he's at Alabama, bro, and they're paying him, he's going to be coaching. All right, we are going to be ranking the starting quarterbacks. Well, not quarterbacks, we're, running we're backs. We're going to do tier lists like we did tier with lists. quarterbacks. We're going to make everybody mad. With running backs. Yes, we're going to make everyone mad. Um, some of these people, we're going to assume everyone is at this point healthy. So we do have someone like Marlon Mack on here. Christian McCaffrey hasn't played as much. Uh, they've been injured. Um, the... The rankings we have is elite, great, good, average, below average, and bum. And to bum. Re- and to reiterate the rules, two out of the three members need to confirm on a ranking. And at the very end, and we all have one executive, executive rank. Yes. So we can pull someone up or down. All right, we're going to go like we did last week on the count of three and then say, your, so who we got first? Um, the... What's the ranking? Washington so football teams, running back. Great. Elite, great, good, good average, average, below average, average bum. Let me pull up this dude's name. Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson. All right, three, two, one, good. Average. Y'all, said good. Y'all said good. Y'all said good, so go ahead. I'm at good. I think he's a good player on a bad team. Okay. Um, This is the – Cam Akers. Cam Akers is the second. Three, two, one, average. 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 All average. right. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, three, two, one, good. good. Yeah. He did get hurt, which sucks. Hate to see it. David Johnson, three, two, one, below average. average. What'd you say? Below. I I below said average. average. He has done okay, but that's understandable. Interesting pick for this one. David Montgomery, three, two, one, good. Great. Good. I said good. Said good. Yeah. All right, go ahead. He has been. He has been. I'm saying good just because he hasn't had. All right, go ahead. Too go much ahead. insane. Well, well, we'll keep on going. We got a lot of people to get through, so I, let's let's say we'll have to come back to him. This is James White, I think. Um, three, two, no, it's not James White. It's the other one. Who's the other one? Sony Michelle. 
No, you have James White in front of you right James now. James White. Yes. Three, two, one. James below White. Below average. Yeah, below average. I was like, good. You have James He's White. He's a receiving good? back, not a running back. All right. This is the he other Super Bowl MVP, Colts. bro. Jonathan Taylor? I mean, yeah. yeah. Yes. Got... Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor. Taylor. Okay. Three, two, one. Good. good. Okay. We all say good. Leonard Fournette. Three, two, one. Average. average. I was going to say below average. I like this segment. I do too. Uh, the Miami Dolphins running back. Matt, Matt Breida. Matt Breida. Three, two, one. Bomb. 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 Melvin Gordon. Three, two, one. Average. This, that's the first three like tier one. I'll go to good. I'll go with good too. Yeah. Oh, actually, just he put used, him in great. He used to be. I wonder if the Lord's telling me he used something. to be insane. Yeah. Ronald Jones Jr. Three, two, one. Good. Great. I think he's done great. I think he's done okay. I I I'd, think that he has certain I'd, times where he does great. I'd put him in great if he could catch. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Todd Gurley. Three, oh, two, one. Good. Great. Great. I have to say great for our first one in great. Let's go. Yeah, he had a, he's had a quietly great season. Who was the other Kansas City running back? Le'Veon? No, uh, Damian Williams. Damian Williams. Three, two, one. Good. Bomb. Good. I'd say below average. Go below. Yeah, I'll go with below, too. Was he not the guy that won them the Super Bowl? Okay, you keep thinking about the people I mean, who won them. The Sur- we're going on based on their current yeah, position yeah. right now. Then Lamar Jackson should have been in the elite category. Yeah. No. Devin Singletary, three, two, one, good. Average. Below average. I'll go with average. I gotta say average. I think. I think. Like I said, I don't know if he has reached his full potential because Josh Allen is the running back of that team, and Zach Moss has. Zach stepped Moss up. is is bringing that. Yeah. So I, I'm. I'll. I'll give him average. Okay. All right, Avery. James Connor, even though he spells Connor incorrectly. Three, two, one. Below average. average. Y'all both said below? I'm going to say below, below just average. because I think that he has all the talent. But if he can't stay on the field, then we got problems. I just said average. That's fine. It's fair. Carry on Johnson, a player I thought actually going to do well. Three, two, one. Bomb. Bomb. I'm not speaking loud enough. The, yeah, uh, I didn't even I, hear what you I said. I can't. My yeah, I'm having up. a hard time hearing. I'll, what I'll, I'll yell. Let's right. go. Latavius Murray. Great. Three. Three, two, one. Good great. average. Good. You said great. Good. Yeah, let's go. Good. Good is good he's, is where he's going. I think I think Latavius Murray is a good running back, and I think that if he was on another team, he would be the starter. Steelers pick him up, bro. Honestly, Miles, that'd be great. Yeah, or pick up our, our running back, um, Mike, Christian McCaffrey. Mike but, uh, Davis. Mike Davis. Mike Davis. Nah, no, I don't think that he's that good. I don't think. I think my. Mike Dave, we'll talk about Steelers that need a power back. Yeah. Let's Miles Sanders. Three, two, one. Average. Great. great. I think Miles Sanders is a great running back. Okay. All right, I'll go to good. I'll go to good. Uh, it says Tevin Coleman, I think. Probably. Yeah. Yes, that yes, is Tevin, Tevin Coleman. Coleman. Three, two, one. Good. Average. I'll go average. That's fair. I'm not sure who this is. Let me see. That's DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift. You could just put any Lions running back and bum. Three, two, one. I'm going average. Below average. I'll go below average. 
right. Uh, Ravens one. running back. J.K. Uh, J.K. J.K. Dobbins. Dobbins. Three, two, one. Good. good. I was gonna say average, but good's good. Alvin Kamara. I'll put him up in the elite category. Yeah, don't question. even hesitate yeah. with that. Yeah. Austin Eckler. What are we feeling here? Three, I think great. Two, one, one great. great. I'm gonna say great too. I'm putting Chris McCaffrey in the elite category, even though the man's been hurt. Three, two, one, elite, elite. elite. bum. God, <laughs> I will leave. Dalvin Cook. Three, two, one, elite. elite. I'm actually excited for when we have to rank these, like we did last time, individually. Yeah. Okay. The King. Just yeah, put him up. Three, bro, two, he, one. Put him ahead of Alvin. I'll put him in we'll, the... We'll, talk, we'll, we'll, we'll do yeah. that later. I'm just saying, don't even waste your time. Ezekiel Elliott. Three, two, one. Great. Good. He's done... I think he's still great. It's up to good. you. You're the tiebreaker here. No pressure. Yeah, no pressure. Yeah. The one Cowboys fan we Honestly, have. I wouldn't be... Like, I wouldn't be upset with great, but I don't think that he's done great. I don't think he's done great enough this year. That's I'll fine. say... That's fair. I mean, they have him on a snap count for no reason, but that's fair. Joe Mixon, three, two, one. Great. I got to go average for him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa. Whoa, When he's on the field, he's a beast. Yeah. And I hate the Bengals. Did you put great then? Yeah, he put great. I said great. And then I would put, then if we're going to go off that, I'll put Ezekiel Elliott up with the great. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. I have to put him back down because we have to do the executive decisions later. put, Put Zeke down there. I'll put good. All right, Nick Chubb, three, two, one. Elite. 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 That man is an elite man. Until he plays the Steelers. Saquon Barkley, three, two, one. Great. Great? You haven't put him in the elite? No. i got to put him in the elite. No. He has played one year. Yeah, put, that him, might in, be yeah, put him in great. All right. That's just because of Aaron injuries. Jones, elite. three, elite. two, one. Elite. 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 Chris Carson. Three, two, one. Great. Great. Josh Jacobs. Three, two, one. Elite. Great. Kareem Hunt. Three, two, one. Good. Great. Great. Okay. I could see that. I wish the Steelers had Nick Chubb. Kenyon Drake. Three, two, one. Great. I'm going to say good. Put him in in good. I'll put him in good. I don't don't think he's he's been great, but... I don't think he, he's What been. has he done for the Cardinals? Solid running game. Good receiving okay back. Okay run game. Yeah, it's an okay run game. But he's got a solid receiving right, let's back. let's keep going. Le'Veon Bell. Three, two, one. Bomb. <laughs> In the bum category, we go. Got his money and died. I think it's Mark Ingram. Three, two, one. Average. 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 This year, he has not performed well. Oh, he's getting old. He's like 32. Um, That's old for Marlon Beck never even played a snap this year. So do you want to put him up here? Just because put him in average. I had hopes for Marlon Mack. I would, I, Bro, yeah, put all, him in average. All the Colts average. running backs are good. Phillip Lindsay, 3, 2, 1. Average. Average for this year. Who's your other running back? Is it Mosert? Yeah, Mosert. Raheem Mosert, 3, 2, 1. Great. Good. I'll put him in great. I think he's great when he's healthy. No, I'm sorry. I you can't put him, put him in, in good. good. I got to put him in good. This is this year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, this image is of someone that's not James Robinson. No, it is. That's not James Robinson's oh. image. But I'm saying that, like, oh, yeah, it's not. If, you, if you look at our thing, we have a Jacksonville running back. We are going to say is oh. James Robinson. None of our Instagram followers listen. Yep. They just follow. All right. Three, two, one. Great. 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 
All right, so. I feel like we're missing someone. Can we add Naheem Hines? Mm, I mean, we can't add anybody. No, you can't? Okay. Well, Naheem Hines you for, wanna, you, for, for Marlon Mack? Yeah, put Naheem Hines instead of Marlon Mack. Put All him, right. Put him in great. You want to put? I mean, Naheem good, Hines good. In? Put him right next to Jake, uh, Jonathan Taylor. I'll put, I'll put him in good. I'll put him in That's good. That's fine. All right, so, all right, here, put, put it in front of us so we can, we can all see it. <clears throat> all right, so in elite, we have Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook, Aaron Jones, and Nick Chubb. Um, in great, we have Todd Gurley, Josh Jacobs, Austin Eckler, Chris Carson, Joe Mixon, Saquon, Nick Chubb, and James Robinson. In good, we That's have not Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. I'm sorry, Kareem Hunt. I'm sorry, um, Antonio Gibson. Gibson. Um, this is this, Clyde, this was Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, David Montgomery, um, Zeke, Melvin Gordon, uh, Jonathan Taylor, Jonathan uh, Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones, Ronald Jones Jr. Um, Mostert, Raheem Mostert, uh, Latavius Murray. Um, that is J.K. Dobbins, Miles Sanders. Uh, Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake, and uh, we said that that was Naheem Hines, right? Naheem Hines instead of Marlon Mack. Aver- average, we have uh, we have Cam Akers, Leonard Fournette, um, uh, Devin Singletary, um, Tevin Coleman, Philip Lindsay, and Mark Ingram. And below average, we have uh, David Johnson, James White, uh, Damian Williams, Jonathan uh, James Conner and DeAndre Swift, and then in bum category we have uh, we have Matt, Matt Breida, Lev Bell, and uh, Carry on Carry John. on Johnson. All right, so we all get one executive decision that we don't have to all vote on it. Do we have anybody that we want to bring to the floor before we kind of vote? Or we have an executive decision. Are we going to redo the elite in our our? Yes, we are. We are. I would like to bring to the floor David Montgomery once again. I can see putting him in the great category. I he has improved. I think yeah. that he should be in the great category. Yeah, that's fine. That's your executive? No, no I. We this is before. Oh. This if is, you can convince the others to agree with you, yeah. then you can. Is there anybody who you would like to bring to your to the floor? No, I, I'm waiting for you all to use your executives. Okay. Okay. Um, I am going, my executive, Le'Veon Bell to a, (laughs) no, I'm playing, I'm playing. I, we, I use mine to bring it back down to bump. Um, I'm going to use my executive to put Cam Akers at bum. Dang. What'd he do to you? He's not, he's not even the starter on that team. Okay, I can agree with that. So that is mine. Cam Akers down to bum. I'm putting James Conner at average. He's okay, had, I can respect. He's that. had two, and I, I know I'm biased, but he's had 200 yard rushing games. Half of his problems aren't himself; it's our O line. Okay, and when he is playing, he's good. Connor. Yeah, I'll move Zeke up to great. I don't think he's done amazing, but I think he's. He, it's been a rough year for him and behind. That's that's the one who like, out of all the people on that list for he good, I be. I think that you could put him at at great. Great. Okay. All right. Now we go to the ranking the elites. We have Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, C Mac, Dalvin Cook, 
Aaron Jones, and then Nick Chubb. Um, here, I will Avery, say, you wanna, you wanna I will say that? that we can keep that, except CMC needs to move to the bottom of the pack only because he hasn't played that much. This is what I want. Um, I think it should go Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, I think Nick Dalvin Chubb. Cook needs to be number two. I don't agree. Actually, yeah, Alvin, I'll go with it because Alvin's been receiving a lot more. Yeah, yeah, I'll put Dalvin two, Kamara three, Chubb four, Jones five, and CMC, CMC six. six. I, I can put that. I think CMC. The only reason why he's up there is because he just hasn't played enough this but, year. Yeah. I will say this: when CMC plays, I think he's the best out of all of them. When CMC's playing, it's him and Derrick Henry. Eh. I think a lot of people sleep on Dalvin Cook. I think, I think Dalvin, Dalvin Cook is playing on a bad Vikings team. That is, He's carried them. He has carried them. And you put him behind a Titans offensive line, my man's going to go for yeah. about 1,500 yards. I think so. that – yeah, I, this works. I think this works. I think that Alvin Kamara has fallen off the wagon a little bit. I think this is very fair. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, let's go ahead and go to our last segment, which is Lock, Lock of the, the Week. week. Um, Avery. <laughs> Lost again. Lock of the Week. Lost. Um, Al, uh, Avery is uh, 4 and 11. Um, yeah. Avery, Avery is 4 and 11. Connor, me and you won last week. So let's we, go. We are 6 and 9. Um, and so. I lost because the Panthers couldn't just have lost by nine. Yeah, so Avery had a eight-and-a-half-point spread, Packers over Panthers, and the Packers won by eight. So Instead he got the eight, L. Yeah. So let's see. It was a good lock, too. It was a good lock. All right, anybody want to see from the start who they want to kind of pick? Can I pick Tampa? Yes, you can. All right, Tampa, nine-and-a-half. Minus nine and a half over the Lions. I have minus nine on mine. Are you on ESPN? I'm on. I'm on. Um, this is Sports Center. So ESPN. The score. <laughs> sorry, the score oh. app. You can go choose nine or nine and a half. I say cause you just do nine. Just do nine. I don't want to lose by another half. Oh great! Oh, it's going to be a repeat of last week. All right, Connor. Do you I have anybody from the from the beginning? Tom Brady to win. Have I chosen the Browns yet? Yes, you have. <laughs> Darn. You've chosen Miami too. Have I chose Green Bay? You have. Yes, you have. <laughs> have yes, I chose have. Tennessee? Yes, you have. Have I chose the Chargers? Don't I don't I wouldn't do that to yourself. Yes, you have. <laughs> have I chosen the Colts? No, you have not. The guy will take the Colts one negative one point five over the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think they'll beat them by one point five points. I'll remember. I think this. that uh, you remember. <laughs> that. I think that run game is going to run down Big Ben's team. Philip River can't throw, but that run game is nice. We will okay. see. We will see. I think it's going to be two old men slinging it. Slinging the rock. Steelers by 20. I'm joking. Uh, guys, my phone's about to die, by the way, so I might need yours. Here you go. You unlock my phone with my face. <laughs> 
Um, Swipe left and right. Tell, tell me. For the weeks. The days are up top. Okay. Um, have I chose... Um, the Browns. The Browns. The yes, Bears. you have chosen the Browns. No. Um, have I chose the... Have I chose the Bears? No, I do not believe so. Bear. You have Cardinals, I'm done. Cardinals, Browns, Ravens, Bucks, Steelers, Rams, Seahawks. No, I'm going I'm going Bears that are minus seven and a half over the Jacksonville Jaguars. The uh, Jags are not gonna lose this number one spot. You're saying this now. Yeah, until we all lose. Because we're terrible at this game. Well, I will let it be known. All my really good locks have been trash. There. At the end of the season, I'm right next to your name. If you want to find another. Place at the end of the season, we need to roast all of my ills. Me picking the Chargers, them losing by one. Me choosing the Raiders, beat the Falcons, losing by forty. That's uh, that's wild. Me choosing the Packers and them winning by eight instead of eight and a half. All my ills have been close. Yeah, except for like one. That's tough. It's life. So, last question before we get out of here. I sent you guys today a lot of Charlotte figures. We are Charlotte natives. And so, who would you say kind of epitomizes Charlotte sports? We have football. We have the Panthers. We have basketball. We have the Hornets. You can even include the hockey team, which is technically not Charlotte. The Chuckers? You can <laughs> technically include the Hurricanes if you want. Hey, they won, this, they won the Calder Cup. That is technically in North Carolina. So, I'm going to go with the person who instigated the keep pounding, and that is Sam Mills. Yeah. That's very nice and heartfelt. I think that he has – he is the – one that was a statue outside the he stadium. Is the, he is probably one of the only statues outside the stadium. Um, and so, he is – he's where we get keep pounding from. And so, I'm going to go with Sam Mills is, as is my – impactful athlete in the city? Yeah. It, impactful, best, whichever – I mean, it's up for interpretation. Favorite. Oh, rest in peace to uh, Kevin Green. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Kevin Green. Yeah. He, Do we he, know how he died? Not yet. No. But he was on the Panthers, too. Yeah. He was on the Steelers. I saw him but. hop. Like, there's a. we were playing the Buccaneers. He hopped over a defense and, like, an Bro. offensive lineman to tackle the QB. Like, insanity. The craziest thing about him is he's third in sacks, and he got 90 of his sacks in his 30s. That's crazy. It's a good That's player. crazy. My, 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 my man. Yeah, dude. Steelers legend. Panthers legend. Yeah. 49ers. Bro, I'll have that, to grab his jersey. Dude, yeah. he played for all three of our teams. Let's, Let's go. go! That's our favorite play. We, Boy, all, we all get Kevin Green jerseys. from each. Let's do that. Bro, that'd be dope. Oh, actually. From each separate team. Yeah, for our profile. All right. I, we all switch, though. Yeah. <laughs> I get the Panthers one. You get the 49ers he one. Gets he the gets Steelers. the Steelers one. Yeah, just to confuse everyone. I'm the guy on the left. That <laughs> is, I'm the guy on the left. <laughs> we just had a bromance moment, and I love it. Hey, Bro, actually, we need to do hey, this. Hey, listen. Yeah. I will send you a DH gate link okay. each with with a message of the green, um, I'll have to say that the two players that come to my mind would be Luke Keekley or Steve Smith. If if not choosing Sam Mills, I think Steve Smith epitomized like that. Like he was in your mouth, a trash talking player. He was in Carolina. He he is one of the reasons why we went to the Super Bowl to begin with. He's Paul Hart. Of the I mean, team. He, and I think that he, he kind of put the Panthers on the map as somebody to look out for. My yeah, favorite like, thing was him fighting his teammates. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just his, and I think that Luke Keekley's up there just because of like, that's the other big Panther. I mean, Cam Newton's definitely up there, and I know that like, for like most beloved, he has a lot of, he has does have some baggage with him. People didn't like how he acted after the Super Bowl. His dressing attire. I personally think he's one of the our best athletes ever. But I would say Luke Keekley, Steve Smith, and Sam Mills are up there. If not choosing Sam Mills because you chose it. I'm going to be honest with you, and I'll, I'll let you get to your point, Avery. But I don't know why people look so bad on Cam Newton. Like when he, he's African American, he's a black quarterback. No, but like when he like lost that, like lost that Super Bowl. Like the yes, main... I think he could have done more. But when you're asking somebody, literally the moment after their biggest dream didn't come, and through. you're listening to the opposing team defense talk about how he did everything. Vaughn Miller having a game of his life. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if I yeah, and you put a microphone to my face, I'm not gonna be like, oh, we should. Like we'll do better next time. Like bro. I'm gonna be like, bro, get like the camera out of my face. Get get this camera out of I my think face. Exactly. It's a mix of Panthers fans don't realize how good they had it with Cam. For not you guys, but I'm talking about the Yee Yee fans who hated him. You know what I mean? The Yee Yee get fans. Cam Newton out of there. He can't throw the god dang ball. You He's know having I mean? too much fun celebrating, and I'm like, wow. T- you remember I, when the Titans were mad? He dabbed in the end zone. He said, stop me then. It's yeah, like, bro, like, stop him. One of my favorite plays is when he goes, oh, they're running a wheel route. You've been watching film, huh? Yeah, he said that's a Clay Matthews. Matthews. Yeah, and he freaking like dumps it off the CMC. Like, Cam Newton was my fa- is my favorite player not on the Steelers. So, so are you going with? No. Uh, I will say, I want to say one funny thing. When I was working at the theater, my theater had a lot of athletes come by, Hornets players, but Steve Smith came on a Saturday. We were busy. My kitchen messed up his order, so I had to go to his seat and ask him what he wanted in return. And he was like, well, it better be free, motherfucker. And I was just like, sorry, Mr. Steve. I didn't mean to make you mad. I'll and, leave. And then I gave him another buzzer. He came back to the door, and he's like, this is still wrong. What what you work, what you working for? And he started talking crap to me, and I was like, my staff sucks. I'm sorry. This is <laughs> the most Steve Smith moment I've ever yeah, seen. I, so I worked at UPS, and um, do we all have a Steve Smith moment? Bro, no, he's the freaking man. Um, he's terrifying. Um, Thomas Davis Senior like had a box like at our UPS because that's where he like lived with his mail, and like he came in like this was right before he, we cut him and he went to the Chargers. He I saw him. I was like, this dude could hop over the counter. And just like murder, he's huge. I met. I you met, don't realize. How, I met like, Luke Keekley. Yeah, bro, like, I'm Steve Smith's size, and I was terrified. Yeah, Steve's like like it was just customer service interaction. I could imagine pissing him off and him dragging me by my face mask down in the end zone and beating me up. That's how I felt <laughs> I, in that moment. I saw. I saw Luke Keekley. Luke Keekley went to Suffolk Punch one day, and he like. So I was running out the order, and Is this he was as like, handsome as they say. Bro, he was a good looking son of a bitch. <laughs> he was a good looking son of a bitch. And I tell you what, and this and I consider myself to be the calf god. And and I feel like I have good calves. But bro, this man has the calves of a chiseled Greek you were god. Simping over Luke Keekley. Bro, calves. I simp over Luke Keekley. Bro, and the thing was is that I went out there and so we had this thing where like you would get a text, you would go out to the tower, and I would bring you your food. And so I go out and I bring him his food, but it had like some girl's name on it. It was like Laura something. And I hand him his food and I turn away and I'm like, Mother No, I like I was like in my head I was like, You look familiar. Like, oh that that's crazy. Go back to the kitchen and they're like, Oh, Luke Keekley's here and I'm like 
oh, that's my fucking Lil Kinkley. And so the whole night, I felt bad because the whole night, I was like, every time I would pass by his table, I like looked at him and like would look for like an abnormally long time. <laughs> it's weird. Um, it's like you see. And, and he like, and he saw me one time and gave me the old head nod. And I was like. This Hell yeah, me and Luke Kinkley, our best friends. <laughs> like, Thomas, We're going to hang out next Thomas, week. Thomas Davis came into the store, and like I had like – it was funny because the guy I worked with, Ryan, um, love Ryan, one of the smartest sports guys. He wants to become a, uh, a sport uh, – Sports announcer? No, no, no. He wants to be like a, a scout for teams, and he's oh, going cool. through it. I, best, if you ever listen to this, love him. I got to text him, but I was like, I need to, I need to call someone. What? No, one, five plus five. 110? Yeah, 110. Bro, I thought you said 155. <laughs> I was freaking out. I got one more story, then I got to tell my athlete. We'll, we'll wrap it up, but I um, I freaking like saw him, and he came in, and I was like, I love I love your play. My, my friend is you're like my, you're like his favorite player. I was like mumbling, trying to hand him his mail, and like Ryan came over, took the mail from me, handed it to him. He was like, have a good day, and he's like, you need to go? And I was like, I need to call my best friend. So I called my friend, but I'm like, freaking Thomas Davis. I cannot believe he was freaking out and everything, and. I mean, it was like one of those moments where, like, you finally everyone thinks you're gonna act cool when you see like the player of your dreams, yeah. but like they walk up and you're like, "I will the, the goal, I'll Bro, whatever you want." That's how I was when I met Antonio Brown. I cried a little bit, oh, but I can imagine at my job, Miles Bridges came every Discount Tuesday, and like he would. Bro, work. that's the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Like he didn't have money for it, but he would come every Discount Tuesday. I won't say the theater so he doesn't get harassed for our Vietnamese listeners who come to my theater. Um, <laughs> You know, yeah, never mind. But every time he came in, uh, I would be like, yo, who's this big dude over here? So I went up to him one time. And I was like, yo, are you Miles Bridges? He was like, yeah, what's up, dog? I'm like, your voice is deep. Can I get a selfie? Get a selfie. And then ever since then, he knew who I was because I was a manager. And, like, he'd come in, and I would just dap him up and all my stuff. I was like, how do you know this big, ginormous dude? I'm like, place for the horn is. We're friends. And they're like. Y'all are friends. I'm like, yeah, we're friends. And I was like, Miles, tell him we're friends. He's like, yeah, we dogs. Like, he was super chill. Bro, that's so dope. Yeah. So, anyways, my player for the Charlotte Hornets would probably be Del Curry. Mm. He did a Charlotte Curry. He did a Pitmeister. Would be the epitome of a Charlotte athlete. Like he, with him being a Hornets analysis. Yeah. But uh, it was either him or Muggsy Bugs. But Mm. I chose Del because he probably stayed the longest and six man of the year. Everybody loves him. When everybody talks about the Hornets, they talk about the 90s glory days of like that four-year run where they were good and won a playoff game against hey, the Bulls. Dark Horse, Gerald Wallace. Yeah. Underappreciated. Gerald, Gerald Wallace brought us through some dark times. At least we had some highlights when he was on the team. Oh, for real. All right, guys. Last I, last sports story. Let's I'm go. Sorry, I'm sorry. I love the, stories. The One of my friends, Tyler, who hopefully might be on the podcast next, next Wednesday. Montana. Um, he met Zion Williamson at a concert. He goes to UNC, uh, uh, the school for for college. And Duke, apparently, the Duke players went to a concert. You know, since they're so close, and he had a he like turned around one day and was like next like the entire Duke basketball team with like the year Zion was on it. And I'd was, hate like, to be you, behind them. I wouldn't I'm, be able to he see. He was next. He was like, "Are you Zion Williamson?" He goes, "Yeah." He's like, "Can I get a, like a, a thing?" And he got a picture with him. He's like, "Dude, like that is like out of a whole concert. You're next to like one I, of the most I know this." In America. This isn't one of the like most great stories because I never actually met him. I met Michael Jordan too. I saw I saw Grayson Allen at a nightclub once when did I was at Chapel him? Hill. Did you trip him? Uh, no, I was not. I I did not trip him. No. I met Michael Jordan when I was thirteen. He shook my hand because of that Quail Hollow. It was a golf thing. Was celebrity tournament? How big was his hand? 
at least five times the size of my hands. Mm. That's why he shook my hand, nodded, and I was like, I touched God. <laughs> I've touched God. I told my dad, he was like, Did you get a picture? I'm like, No, but are you washing this hand? I I'm never him. washing this hand again. Bro, he's nasty at golf. He birdied a par five. Ooh. ooh. The goat. Ooh. The goat. We played yeah. we played Frank List last thing before we end. Played Frank List today. Never do it. Bro. Those things were like 630-foot par fours. We parred one of them. That was 650 feet. Yeah. Bro, I, that thing was tough. I feel it. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Have a good Christmas. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for listening. We greatly appreciate the, the 8, 12, 10, 16 people that listen every week. We greatly including appreciate myself. you. Including have, myself. Have um, a great New Year. Have a good uh, – you have a good – Yeah, yeah I won't t- be here next week. Y'all have a great New Year. All right, we will see you guys next week. We appreciate you. Peace.